Hello everyone, welcome back to season four of the Live Big podcast and I'm so excited to be back with this new underworld going into the winter season of the darkness. I hope that you've been having some reflections um, and really being aware of the energy that is currently around us and how it is vibrating within us. Um, It's different for everybody, so I hope that you've been giving yourself time and space to truly reflect on how you're feeling and what's coming up for you. And we're going to dive in and begin with some beautiful poetry today. So grab a tea and let's get started. Welcome back. It's been a wonderful break since our last episode um, in September when I was launching the Goddess Nest officially at one of our beautiful ceremonies here in Kelowna, British Columbia. And um, today we're going to dive into the Goddess Nest once again, um, see what poem comes up for us. I am also going to be diving into a book called Going, Go In and In by Dana Foltz because that is one of my favorite, favorite poetry books that I have here. And I'm going to find some new poem uh, poetry uh, this season as well. So if you have any um, prayer poetry that you would like to suggest to me, you can um, add me on Facebook, Ananda Kate, or message me at anandakate at gmail.com. Um, but like I was saying before, we, there's some pretty intense energy right, like happening right now. Um, when we were in the Taurus full moon, it was a really grounding energy. I, f- I felt light for the first time in a long time. Um, just feeling very content was the word for about two to three days there. I love Taurus energy. It's probably my favorite energy of all the signs uh, and alignment just because it is so grounding, yet it is ruled by Venus. So it is ruled by love. It's very um, led and guided by relationships. And I'm a Libra, so I I am also led by the planet Venus um, and love and everything that I think of or whatever decision I make is always you know placed upon my relationships so um Taurus is very much like that but it is very it's more grounded than Libra Libra is an air sign so I really enjoy that groundedness I but Libra is all about home and decor and coziness and so is Taurus so they're very similar signs um but Taurus is just more grounded and more content more stable um, so I really was enjoying that energy. And now we've moved into uh, Moon and Cancer, which is obviously more emotional. And Sagittarius is fire. So we have fire and water. <laughs> and that can be uh, a little bit intense sometimes, especially because uh, Cancer is the deep, you know, deeper water um, and bringing up a lot of the emotions that have been hidden there. But moving out of Scor- this Scorpio energy that we've been in as well in the sun um, is a transition. It's, it's a very deep transition, um, bringing all of these 
grievances that we've been holding inside just under the surface uh, to light and it's asking us to just simply sit with that energy understand what's coming up for us because it's going to be different every single time so what is it this time that's coming up for you um in terms of grief uh trauma anything that triggers you as well but this energy is mainly based on grief but there could be a lot of emotion intense emotions happening right now all at once you could be feeling uh intense gratitude and intense joy intense grief intense anger intense sadness there could be a lot coming up right now all at once so that can feel a little bit overwhelming so we must just simply show up to the mat or to our cushion where we meditate or hold space for ourselves and simply just do that hold space and be there um, in the silence in the stillness asking um, our energetic body what are you trying to teach me what are you trying to show me because that's all it wants that's all it's asking for is the attention your attention it's trying to bring something that's living in the subconscious mind to the conscious mind and in order for us to do that we have to look at it so it's asking us to do that and that's all that sometimes it doesn't even mean anything i think it's scary to bring these things to the conscious mind sometimes because we think it's going to sit there and it's going to be at the forefront of our mind now and we're going to be in that energy forever and you know the it's so interesting because the conscious mind tends to think that things are permanent you know if we're feeling a certain emotion right now that oh that's just how we are now <laughs> so don't don't bring it forward because that's how you're going to feel forever um and that's just simply not the case at all it's just something that's trying to move through and sometimes it takes a while to move through but um it will move through more quickly if we are tending to the emotions simply as they are right now instead of trying to fix them or analyze them or push them down so that is my wish for you that you just tend to your emotions as they are right now without trying to fix them without trying to analyze them too much and just be the witness oh that's really interesting this is coming up for me um, right now i must be ready to tend to it i must be the universe is saying that i'm ready so i must be ready so give yourself that time give yourself that compassion we're gonna dive into the go in and in uh, poem poetry book first just to see what comes up for us here Okay, so the poem is on page 61, and it's called Estuary. There is peace here, where the river widens to meet the sea. The rapids are past the boulders and the rocky places that last give way to a broad and sweeping current flowing slowly into vastness the river moves silently tastes the salty tide that marks its demise and slips without a backward glance into the oceans infinite embrace
Well, so this is really about surrendering into that infinite embrace of the waters, the deep waters of the subconscious and that really is such a beautiful message for right now because when we're willing to surrender into the vastness of this sweeping current um, and I love this, the river moves silently and tastes the salty tide that marks its demise. It's like the end, the end of a chapter. The river was the journey. And once it hits the ocean, I mean, that's the end of its journey. And then it surrenders into this oneness, this infinite embrace. And look how it says, and slips without a backward glance into the ocean's infinite embrace. It's like, you know, hopefully you were present that entire journey down the river because there's no need to look back. It's just now. <laughs> the presence of moving and slipping into the ocean's embrace um, as if it has no regrets. It slips in without a backward glance. And so there's so much that comes up for me in this poem in terms of just being grateful. You know, life moves so quickly. Time is moving constantly. And I was even thinking today, you know, it's been four years since... Um, I said goodbye to one of my dogs, my dog Colty, and I can't believe it's been four years. It's just time is moving so quickly, and sometimes I just feel like it's moving by too quickly. <laughs> so we must take these moments of expanding time and people say oh you can't slow time down but you actually can you can slow down time when you choose to sit in the stillness and the silence and listen that's when you slow down time that's when you expand time and you embrace time as your friend and that's what really touches me can you tell that I'm totally in a moon and cancer energy right now I'm emotional like I feel all of this this energy of gratitude and presence and moving down that river with grace and without regrets and knowing that you were present along the journey and that you made time to enjoy the journey so that when it's over, you can slip into the abyss without a backward glance, without the attachment to any of it, and just know that all of it was meant to be, and all of it had its place, and that you were there for it, and it was there for you, and now 
you can just surrender into the abyss. Now, the other part of this poem that you could probably take as uh, symbolic is the surrender of the fight. You know, the river is the journey, but it's also harsh and um, moving quickly and, um, you know, there's turns and rocks and waterfalls and all of this aggression and excitement and fun and drama and but also a surrender to the flow like there's so much going on in the river um and you could see that as almost like surrender to the flow of the river so that you can move towards the abyss of the ocean which will embrace you um, abundantly and infinitely but we must choose to go with the flow of life and that's what I always you know that's what I believe intrinsically like within me that when we're fighting against the flow of life that there's something within us that still needs work um, that that there's a block within us when we're fighting against life in some way. Um, it's like that saying, when I don't fight with life, life can simply help me. And I always come back to the flow of the river. The river flows in a certain direction for a reason, and it's trying to take us somewhere. And so it's important that we allow it to do that. It's like if we go against the current of the, of the river, it's like we're saying we know better than God. We know better than the natural course. And that's, that is not true. That's the ego telling us that we know better. And the boundaries of the mind would have you fight against <laughs> something. And it, it just looks so silly from a bird's eye view because it's like just go down the river there's something waiting for you there it's trying to push you towards your greatest good just let go let go please let go and go with the flow and it's just you know when you can witness that that struggle and let go and just go into the flow it's like okay i'm gonna trust i'm gonna trust this process um, which is scary when you're in the midst of chaos. It's scary. But we have to learn, and, and, and time and time again, it doesn't just take one decision to let go or one decision to go with the flow. It's time and time again letting go through all of these experiences and all of these lessons and layers of healing and layers of letting go and not heal not just healing but layers of learning layers of understanding that the universe is trying to teach us something by guiding us down this river and so it's a it's a short poem but there's just so much in it so i just want to read it one more time there is peace here where the river widens to meet the sea. The rapids are past. The boulders and the rocky places at last give way to a broad and sweeping current, flowing slowly into vastness. The river moves silently, tastes the salty tide that marks its demise, and slips 
without a backward glance into the ocean's infinite embrace. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. That's why this is my favorite (laughs) book of poetry. It's just so deep and so uh, symbolic. It's beautiful. So I hope that that gives you some connection, some connection to presence and gratitude of your journey because you're on your own river. (laughs) Enjoy the river. Let's go into the goddess nest now. I'm just going to chew as a palm and take a sip of my tea. go into the goddess nest now and uh, you know I like to read from this book once in a while obviously I have a lot of uh, poetry books now prayer poetry and I'm writing my next book uh, right now so I'm in a different energy than the goddess nest right now but this is such a beautiful book to come back to time and time again so the poem is on page 21 and it's called the astral plane tomorrow never came and i lost myself in the battle of its promise i was caught up in the dance but i woke up with the answer of the stars who took my hand and guided me out to the other side. My modern manifesto was my own journey back home into this map of an aligned sky deep within my heart. Finally, the moon would share her secrets with me, honoring my awareness of her magic. I felt its pull and shift within me, awakening the goddess as she showed herself through the convergence of lines in the distance. The poetry poured through my blood and casted a spell on this illusion of destiny, showing me a painting of no boundaries no paths, no signs, just the astral plane where there are dreams I've never seen, all coming true. So again, it's like the surrender, right, of I was so caught up in my own desires, my own manifesto, my own idea of what things should be. But when the cosmos took over, they showed me the astral plane where dreams beyond what I could imagine exist. And so it's that moment of when we choose to trust the process of life, 
that the universe has pulled us on, that we are showing these gifts that are beyond what we could ever even imagine for ourselves because our minds are so limited. Our minds are based upon the blueprint of our experiences. Our minds can't think outside of the blueprint of our experiences. Only when we go into uh, meditation can we open ourselves up to other ways of thinking, other ways of feeling. And sometimes we even hear sounds that we've never heard before. Colors. We see colors we've never heard before. And this is part of the surrendering process. Someone told me the other day, they they said something to me. I met this magical woman. <laughs> she's this she's a musician, but she's just so magical and she's lived in Kelowna for 20 about 20 years. Um she moved here from Toronto and she actually was born in the place of Toronto that I lived. And um she was just saying she's like, you know, I've lived here for 20 years and it's only been recently that I've discovered that if you choose to open up to this valley that we live in she will show you what she has to offer you she will open up to you so the message was if you open up to the valley the valley will open up to you and I feel this so um, deeply within me. It just resonated so much that I just began to cry because I was like, you know, sometimes I just feel like there's such a harshness um, in, not in the valley, but I feel a, there is a harshness in the valley just in terms of like, we're in nature. We're so close to nature. Everybody is in nature, but here we're in the mountains. We are close to you know, some pretty harsh uh, things that can happen, like the wildfires and the floods. And get just not even that, but just if you go into the mountains and you run out of gas in your vehicle and you have no um, reception, like, you're lost and there's no one around. And you start to really feel that reality that the earth is so vast and so uh, can be very lonely and um, volatile it can be dangerous so there is that feeling that I have had here as well and I think that I have experienced that only because she's asking me to respect her like the mother nature and I really do have that respect for this valley now um, that I feel like was almost like a rite of passage for me um, to understand that, you know, it's not all, <laughs> it's not all rainbows and butterflies. It, it, there's a deepness and a harshness and a danger to this area. And you need to know what you're doing when you go out into, into the mountains and into the valley and into the lake. Um, but she's so, so right when she says, if you surrender to her, she will show you parts of this valley that, that, that you are ready to see because you've surrendered to her. And 
that just to me also connects to the universe and the cosmos and how it's not always easy to surrender it's not always easy um it takes a lot of trust and a lot of commitment over and over and over and a, a devotion to the trust and a devotion to the surrender to be gifted the openness that she has for you that the gifts that she has for us the gifts that are waiting for us but they do need to be earned to a certain extent they do need a certain amount of respect and trust and to be earned and what what i mean by earned is that we have to fight past the fear and have enough bravery to let go of our own societal thoughts and fears about about certain things about certain ways of living in order to surrender into what 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 is waiting for us for our highest good so i hope that makes sense it's just this constant surrender this constant trust um is so difficult and i know i've been there it's difficult over and over again to surrender our own ideas of what life should be for us and surrendering into the natural course of what the universe would have us be and i always say this in my reiki training the acorn does not think oh i need to become a tree now i need to you know get this and get that and move in this direction the acorn simply rests and waits and trusts that it's there for a purpose it's been planted or it's there um to either become food for a squirrel or you know there's a, a purpose for it but you know if it's planted it just rests and waits to become a tree and it will become a tree and nature does not rush and yet everything happens when it is needed to happen and the, the mere fact that an acorn can become a tree is a miracle I mean, we think that, oh, you know, technology and all these other things are miracles. I mean, yes, they are, but, you know, go back to nature and the natural course of the way things naturally become things. I mean, that is a miracle on its own. So we need to trust the natural course that we as humans are not separate from nature. We are part of it all. And so we can connect to the symbols of nature. We can connect to the processes of nature and the seasons. And there's so many symbols around us in nature that reflect, you know, the symbols of our DNA, the symbols of our thought process, the symbols of our pineal gland, you know, in the pine cone. The pine cone is looks like the pineal gland you know there's just so many symbols in nature um that reflect us as humans um there was a tree i walked by the other day that was cut in half and you could see <laughs> it it just looked like all of these capillaries um and it looked like a lung and it just looked like you know all of where the bronchioles come out and it was just so beautiful and 
you just, if you take time to see that, that we are reflected in nature, nature reflects us as well, that we can, we are safe to surrender to the processes of nature as well within us and that we're supported at all times even though we may think we're not and that we we have to do everything and I always say like you know when I'm talking about surrender I am talking about the bravery to surrender our own idea but I'm also talking about when we surrender we listen and then we act we don't act first We don't act first without listening. We need to listen first and then act. So we're co-creating and we're still in action and we're still facilitating and being a part of our life and our creation and all the things that come to us, we still need to be a part of that, that action. But we need to listen first, right? But I love this message that's coming through today of the surrender because there's such an intensity right now of energy and I really feel like it's just compacting and it's it's almost like this, we're in a cocoon right now and there's just this strong wind outside of the cocoon and it's just banging on the cocoon. It's just like, come on out, you know? It's, it's like banging on that cocoon and I feel the intensity of it and that can be scary and it it can overwhelm us but we also need to know that we're safe and that we're supported and that we we're okay to slow down and we're okay to go inwards and reflect in order to come back out with these gems of revelation and realization So yeah, the surrender, the surrender is what the message is today. I hope that you can bring that with you this week into when I surrender, I am supported. When I trust, I am supported. You can bring all of these these affirmations in with you to help you through that. At any time you feel fear, at any time you feel your ego leading you, just come back to when I surrender I am supported that's it enjoy the journey enjoy being on the river of life because this is we can never recreate this life we can never recreate this day we can never recreate this moment and so we must be in the presence of God and in the presence of awe along our journey as much as we can i love you all thank you so much for coming back and listening and i will be here again next week i'm still trying to figure out which days work best for me but um, i believe tuesdays will be good for this season so check back regularly and uh many blessings namaste